Christmas Eve, and I watch my children with wonder. And Christmas morning, still a joy, finding the little things you wanted. A car, a doll, a toy whistle, and the Christmas stocking, and the hearts of children beating with joy. This Christmas, let them find it all again, all their hearts desire. I've been dreading this for weeks. December. Shopping season. Honestly, I'm not sure there's anything that stresses me out more. Make a list. Figure out a budget. Head to the store. Deal with traffic. Swipe my card. Insert my card. Rethink the budget. Decide to go online. Open multiple tabs. Check out of each tab. Memorize my credit card number. Completely rethink the budget. Try to make sure Christmas still feels like Christmas, and I hope they like this one. Swipe the card again. Start to lose faith completely in the budget. I think the reason I hate this time of year, even after all this effort, all this shopping, all these good intentions, I think I hate it because it just feels the same every year. Christmas feels the same every year. It's not like we want to do all this shopping. It's more like we feel like we have to. Why else would we keep spending all this money? Why do we feel like we have to? How else do we make Christmas feel like Christmas? If you have young children in your home, you've likely seen the evidence. Countless toys of seasons past, neglected and cast aside, or piled deep in a toy box where they do not even know what is on the bottom. Our culture is far better at holding on than letting go. We pile up more and more. For the vast majority of us, far more than we need. We tell our kids that everything we have we share. We tell our kids that we give first, the first fruits. And when we still have more than we need, we give from that overflow. But it's not just our kids. Look around. Think of all that you have. 
all that has remained unused and forgotten. When is it enough? Have we simply continued to collect more and more? Part of our invitation in this season of Advent is to spend less. Now, we're not saying don't give gifts. You should absolutely give gifts in this season. The invitation is to spend less and with greater thoughtfulness and intention so that we wouldn't sink into debt simply to give gifts out of obligation, gifts that have little meaning and will likely soon be forgotten. Instead, will we give gifts that cost us more than money, gifts that include our time, our presence, gifts that speak to the recipient something of the unique honor held for that relationship? How will we give gifts that last? The tension is in wanting to make Christmas special, and that can often translate to providing all that is new and shiny, all that is currently desirable, but may soon be obsolete. But what if we, our families, reconsider what we desire in this season? What would happen if we looked around at all the stuff around us and simply said, it is enough, more than enough, in fact. This is how our coming king sees us. Paul prays for the Philippians that God will fill every need you have according to his glorious riches in Jesus the anointed, our liberating king. You don't have to have more. You have enough. You don't have to be more. You are enough. In Jesus, you are far more than enough. We are not a people of scarcity. We are a people of abundance. Giving a gift is a beautiful expression of love. The thought, energy, and intention behind a gift can communicate that you are known and you are cared for. Gifts are visual representations of love and are treasured greatly. When Jesus came to us, his gift was himself. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. For from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. Giving a gift is a beautiful expression of love, In this season of Advent, maybe what people truly need from you this year is just yourself, your presence, your love. Take some time and reflect on the people in your life who would love the gift of your presence. Giving a gift is a beautiful expression of love. What does the gift of your presence look like this Advent season?
In Mark Allen Powell's book, What Do They Hear? There was an experiment done. Twelve American seminary students were assigned to read the parable of the prodigal son and then recount it from memory. Not one of them mentioned the famine in Luke 15, 14, which reads, After he had spent everything, a severe famine struck that country and he had nothing. Powell then expanded the study to include 100 American students of different genders, races, ages, economic status, and religion. Only six mentioned the famine in their retelling of Jesus' parable. He then went to St. Petersburg, Russia, and did the same experiment with 50 Russians. 42 of them remembered the famine. Six out of 100 Americans, but 42 out of 50 Russians. We're not a people accustomed with famine in our collective consciousness, and yet this season continues to produce the anxiety of a people who fear scarcity. 47% of Americans feel obligated to buy Christmas gifts for someone they wish they didn't have to. 47% of Americans go Christmas shopping without having specific products in mind beforehand. 58% of Americans say that shopping overall makes them anxious because they won't have enough money. What would it mean for you to spend less in this season? How might that invite you to give with greater intention and presence? How will you give in ways that will last? Wherever you are, take a moment to pause and breathe, to listen and consider how this season might shape you in simplicity to be reminded that you have and you are enough. Continue to journey with us through this season as a family. Join us as we seek to worship fully, spend less, give more, and love all as we await our coming King. God bless you, Ecclesia.